You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Um, before we get into Nostra, uh yesterday, and I'm talking more about community today, not necessarily about the macro. Uh, There was an all call yesterday by a very good friend of mine. Some of you may know him in the Los Angeles area. Uh, His name is Dante, um, and he is very active in the community. And most people know him by Big U, and his name is Big, Big Unique, but Big U is what they call him. And he was on a live yesterday talking about all of the children that are losing their lives in the streets. And so for those of you that grew up in the Los Angeles area, around the 80s and 90s, we have had our fair share of the loss of lives. And I think a lot of us have gotten a little bit desensitized uh, to all of the things that are happening. And he did a live yesterday because we've had several children in the last couple of days, specifically someone that was playing on a football team. I had mentioned last week that Snoop Dogg and he have uh, a football league here in Los Angeles at Crenshaw High School and they lost the life of another one of the youngsters that is there and and he was really just trying to figure out uh, and asking pleading with the community because they've been in gang intervention forever and they're trying to figure out what they can actually do to bring the communities together, to bring the children together, to get to know each other so that it becomes more personal when they're interacting, when they're uh, out in the community and, and, and that they're not just feeling like they don't have any connection with the people that they're um, working with or talking to or arguing with or those sort of things. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say to you today, uh, I know that in the past I've been very active in the community, president of National Council of of Negro Women in View Park and also president of National uh, Congress of Black Women, as well. And so I really want to um, just make a plea to each and every one of you as you listen today to utilize this platform to say if you have any answers or solutions or things that you have been thinking about and which ways that we can bring children together from different communities, not just here in Los Angeles, but across this United States, I'm hearing the cry from so many different leaders about the loss of lives right now this summer. If you have any ideas about how we may be able to conquer some of these things or doing something different than what has been done in the past, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to um, work with you and bring those ideas to some of these leaders, specifically here in Los Angeles and then those that are in Chicago because I got a you know, I got a text message about things that are happening there. And then Shreveport, Louisiana, which is where my grandparents, all of my grandparents, three sets of grandparents came from, and they're having some turmoil there as well. And so again, for each and every one of you that are listening, if you have a a solution or you think that you have a solution, I would love to hear about it and would love to work with you to get that information to those leaders and really start getting a little bit more active in our community. And so uh, this Saturday will be my first opportunity to really get back in lock and step with organizations that are really doing something that matter in our community. And in that vein, I found the quote for today, the purpose, the purpose of life is not to be happy, but to matter, to be productive, 
to be useful, to have it make some difference that you have lived at all. And again, the purpose of life is not to be happy, but to matter, to be productive, to be useful, to have it make some difference that you've lived at all. And that is a quote by Leo Rostin. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as we endeavor to make a change with our youth, I, uh, you know, I can I can go on and on about what I think has happened a little bit more than what was going on back in our days. But we'll save that for another day. But let's talk about Noster, N-O-S-T-R, and why it is important for Bitcoiners. And so what Noster actually stands for is notes and other stuff transmitted by relay digital currencies. And these are transactions that are safeguarded by secure decentralized systems. And so, so many times you hear me say, it's not actually about the money. It's about the technology that is behind this thing called Bitcoin specifically. So every time you look at cryptocurrency, I want us to slowly get ourselves away from the fact that we think that we're going to be massively, incredibly rich by utilizing it. I believe that there's some truth to that, but I need everybody to understand that there are transactions and technology behind this that hands down are going to change the world. And so um, with this thing called Noster, it gives us a peace of mind that we can transact without fear, fear of uh, hackers, fear of someone taking our wealth, fear of some catastrophe happening. And all someone can lend you is a word that says, you know what, we're sorry. We don't know why this happened. We need to rebuild with Noster, you know, it makes us just feel comfortable and safe inside of our self-sovereignty. So we can enjoy things such as lightning payments. And that means payments that are utilized, utilizing Bitcoin, but that are a lot faster and a lot safer. It's called the lightning network, lightning, lightning payments. And I don't get a lot into these things sometimes because it's a little bit more advanced. But for those of you that are ready for something such as Nostra, you need to know that this is still no need for centralized servers or third party companies. Now it is easier than ever before to actually store your data securely and safely. And let's talk about what data I'm actually talking about, because I touch on this sometimes. But ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest things that we need to understand is that the data is what everyone is making billions and billions and billions of dollars on. Everything that you search on the Internet, somebody is getting paid for that information. In fact, last Wednesday, my husband and I sat with a gentleman that was uh, one of the first individuals here in Los Angeles to actually have a data center. And he made millions of dollars based on the things that we do, our habits, uh, information about us, because people pay for those things. Pepsi Cola, 
I'm just giving you an example, and I'm not saying Pepsi specifically. So if Pepsi is listening, I'm not saying you specifically or Target or any of these companies, but they want to know your habits. They want to know what you're looking at so that they know how to market and sell to you. And the only way that they can do that is through information. And what is going to happen with our money in the very near future is that information is going to be collected through central bank digital currencies. And then those companies are going to be able to market to you better than they ever have before because they know what you're going to think before you even think it because they have figured out a way to really control our spending and how we spend based on what we think or what they actually put in our heads. And I can't help but saying, if you've listened to me over the last year and a half, I have always asked myself, why is it when I turn on the TV, do I see black women all the time on all the commercials? And I I thought for a while, you know what? This is good. Our actresses are getting business. They're getting, they're getting jobs now and black people are becoming more acceptable. But really what I'm understanding is they are marketing at us, marketing to us and at us because they need to extract these funds from, uh, from our pockets, but they've got to know what moves us, what makes us buy and all of these things, what attracts us and what is really, uh, curtailing our spending habits. And so they've got to get into that mindset. And so when we look at this data that goes through with payments, we got to understand that it's critically important that we start to dibble and dabble in decentralized markets so that people are not really in our heads so much telling us and teaching us uh, subliminally how we need to be moving in this world of in this world of just buying things and money. But Noster is an open source protocol. What does open source mean? That means it's open to any and everyone to contribute to or utilize the power of the actual platform. And it is the power of Bitcoin creates censorship resistant global these days very soon I've been trying to really um, refrain from showing this video on my social media but it looks like I'm gonna have to let the cat out the bag these networks these TV networks really have uh, everybody lock and step on what they can say and what they can do and there's a video that I have that somebody sent over to me that shows all of the different so uh, media outlets across the United States saying the same exact words at different times in different cities all across the United States. And they come into 50% of the households in the United States, as I stated a couple of days ago. And uh, this is the complete opposite. This is censorship resistance, global social networks. And so the d idea behind this network is to create a more secure social platform where users can freely exchange information without the fear of censorship. And when we talk about censorship, there's things I can say on YouTube and there's things that I can't say on YouTube. Um, and there's things I can't say on Facebook and it would shut down my YouTube or my Facebook or any of those things. If I say certain things and it's happened to so many people, but this is censorship free. 
uh, type of platform. And so interference from the outside sources does not exist. And so on Nostra, you can go on and find more information that you could there than you even can on. Now, TikTok has been a, a little bit more lenient uh, because it's a Chinese-based company, but we also need to know that there's a lot of censorship going on in China, and uh, so we can't expect to be much different if we're using their platforms. And so where do we turn to really get the information that we need? And so one of the main components of this network includes an internet browser. Now, when we get into internet browsers, ladies and gentlemen, I am making sure that you are understanding that every stroke of your computer, every stroke of your cell phone, whatever you're looking at is being tracked. And I'm not saying in a bad way, like for the government or anything like that, but they're using that data to show you more of what you've looked at. So how many times have you even looked at, let's just say you looked at a couch and every time you look at your cell phone, this same couch ad pops up no matter if you're looking at Magic Mountain or if you're looking at a trip to the Cayman Islands, you see this same couch. It's because the internet browser is actually tracking what you're looking at. But ladies and gentlemen, lately, how many times have you been talking about something and then that something that you were talking about, not even looking at on your cell phone has actually popped up on your cell phone? How about the time that I was talking about someone and I didn't call that someone, but when I looked at Facebook, their ad or their page was the first thing that popped up. This is censorship and interference from the outside. And so Noster, N-O-S-T-R, is an open source protocol that prevents that. And it also allows you to do a peer-to-peer -peer marketplace. And it's a messaging app. So for those of you that are using messenger apps, like Instagram, is 100% centralized. Just so you know, it's 100% centralized. And so messaging apps should be decentralized. And so this is one. It also gives peer-to-peer -peer marketplace. And so um, if you like to be, the position where somebody is gathering all of your your all of your information, all of your communications. You just continue using what you're using now. But if you're moving into the future of technology, you need to get yourself, your information, and your data safe. And so, uh, Noster is really important that you start to learn about. And it's just one more thing that you've got to add to your arsenal, to your tools of self-sovereignty. And so we'll just kind of really continue this slowly. I know there's a lot of social media platforms out there and you've got to learn them. When we come forward, we'll talk about why, what actually Nostra does do and if it's important to you. When we come forward after news, sports, and traffic, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So let me just say this really quick so that everybody kind of understands what is uh, going on with our information and our data. And as we move into this new era, as we move into 2024, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we see so many levels of censorship and so many levels of surveillance, specifically here in the cryptocurrency space, the Bitcoin space. As we continue to listen on the news, if you're listening to CNNs, ABC, NBC, any of those, you're going to start to hear more about this Bitcoin ETF. And the reason why they're going to finally get this get this passed through the SEC is because they are going to offer surveillance. Everything that we're talking about as it relates to new money has to do with surveillance, 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 surveillance. The central bank digital currencies is all about surveillance. And it has to make you wonder what in the world is about to take place that every person that's talking about money is talking about money along with surveillance. And so since we're ahead of this curve, we need to understand how to keep our money safe, but not only our money, our data, and make it where if we want to be under surveillance, I don't know, they're just talking about regular everyday citizens. We're not talking about people that are doing anything ill intention and they're still talking about surveillance. So something is about to come down the pipe and we've got to really start paying attention to that. So that's why platforms like Noster are really, really important. If you like ostriches, <laughs> uh, this Noster logo will make you very happy. I didn't even really understand the significance of ostriches and still I started looking into this, but I'm really assuming the logo was sparked by a play on words, nostrich, ostrich, but it's Noster um, with purple messy hair and the former CEO of Twitter, which was Jack Dorsey, actually donated about $245,000 to fund Noster's development. And ironically, uh, the protocol has been dubbed the Twitter killer because, of course, you know, when we put information on Twitter or we're sharing on Twitter, of course, it's also censored and things of that sort. But what does Noster actually do? Why does it make it very safe for those of us that use Bitcoin or use Bitcoin transactions? And right now, I just personally feel like it's not a big deal for you to be able to spend your Bitcoin. I don't want to spend my Bitcoin. I have spent some Bitcoin in the last year, uh, just to be quite honest, just so everybody is under. You definitely can use it anywhere you want. I don't want to say anywhere you want, but you can definitely use Bitcoin in a plethora of places. Um, but I'm choosing to hold on to mine. But that being said, um, Noster gives every user a unique public key, just like in Bitcoin. When you have a wallet, you have a unique public key. A public key is like a public address where everybody can come to your house, but you don't give them your private keys to get inside. Noster has that same unique public key that allows people to communicate with you one to another by way of what we call relays. And these events sent between users can range from entertaining social media posts to an intimate private message. All are secured through the power of their respective private keys. It's just really easy. 
It's going to take some adoption. It's going to take some time for people to start to use this. But uh, this is a platform that I really feel, you know, you can send secured information across these uh, I'll say technology waves. And so it's important moving forward again, as you start to watch the news or listen on the news and you hear, you hear anything about money, start to realize that they're talking more and more about the use of surveillance. And, and as we really, really take a look at why that can help or hinder specifically our community, we know that that is not something that is really going to assist us in a good way. It's actually going to come to haunt us at some point. And I really feel that uh, we need to start getting into some of the platforms that will allow you to keep your uh, an anonymity, but also allow you to really be in a safe place where people are not taking your information even our regular text messages through our carriers, Verizon. Uh, I was getting ready to say Nextel. It's not even <laughs> Nextel, but you get what I'm saying. Just AT&T, all of the companies, our text messages are even um, being able to be used or pulled to, to find out what we're talking about. Everybody is making money off our data and off the things that we do and we say, and we're the only ones that are not benefiting. Even It even goes back to some things that I've said before about our actual medical records. Our medical records are being monetized. The medications that they give us, they're actually monetizing by being able to say, hey, we gave Naja this sinus medication and she used it like she was supposed to. <laughs> but I really didn't, which is why I sound nasally all the time. I just hate medication. But they're able to take a look at my medical record and see that they gave me Singulair and I used it three times a day and it was successful. And I'm an African-American woman age 53 and all of those things and they're able to gather that information and they're actually able to sell it to the pharmaceutical companies but when we use these decentralized platforms and when these things begin to roll out I'm able to take my own medical records and if I want to sell it to Pfizer to let them know how well this medication is doing for me I can monetize that and not Kaiser. And so those are the things that we're looking to do with technology. We're looking to do with this new money, with this new ecosystem as we move into the future. And ladies and gentlemen, it is getting here quicker and quicker than we think. And so as we think about decentralization, as we look at our lives, I know it's going to take a lot, ladies and gentlemen, for us to move into this new era. A lot of us hate to even talk about or think about the fact that technology is moving so fast, but we have to because we don't want to get left behind. And as we continue to learn about this new money, as we continue to learn about this new world order, as we continue to learn about the new nuances that are going to move and run our lives, I'm going to continue to bring things to you that will allow you the opportunity to make Make yourself just a little less accessible mindset wise to other outside third party organizations and not that they mean you any harm 
or that they're looking for you to do anything nefarious, but they just want your regular everyday patterns and habits to be something that they can take advantage of. And we've done that already and we see where it's gotten our community. And so if we're going to do something different and excel and move past or surpass anything that they ever thought possible, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to learn and get into this decentralized space. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll jump into the cryptocurrency conversation because we got some talking to do about the market. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. We are going to get into some of these, uh, some more of this technology. I've been kind of slow to bring the information just because I don't want to overwhelm the community with new technology stuff that we've got to learn on top of all the other things that we need to learn. But I can, I promise we're going to baby step into some of these things, but just go ahead and uh, look up Noster, N-O-S-T-R. Just check it out. You don't have to actually start using it right now, uh, but it is a good thing to look at. And then eventually you can get rid of some of your other apps and start to use Noster more. And so uh, I definitely do. In fact, I tried to use another platform to actually do text messages instead of my regular AT&T text messaging. And again, not because we're doing anything nefarious, just because I am sick and tired of knowing that they're taking all of our text messages and all of our things and selling them and monetizing and not really giving anything back to our community. On that note, I just wanted to say uh, that I am so super excited to be here on KBLA. I got an opportunity to meet with a young lady that just came on board at KBLA, and I'm excited about the possibilities. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, KBLA is taking a lot of time to ensure that you are getting the best information and that everything that is being brought to you is quality. So again, I ask each and every one of you to please ask two or three people that you know to tune in to the Ahead of the Crypto Curve on a daily basis to start to really get some information under their belts that will help them with the future of money. And so uh, as we continue to grow, as I continue to grow, as I continue to research, we've got to disseminate this information to our community. So where are we in the market update right now in the Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency space? Bitcoin is trading right now at $30,334. It's up in the last hour, 0.17%. In the last 24 hours, it's down 7.8%. In the last seven days, it's actually down 0.54%. Not enough for me to tell you that Bitcoin is on sale right now. Even though it's on sale, it's just not on like 75% off sale like it was a couple of months ago. But with that, uh, Ethereum is trading at $1,872. It is up the same 0.17% in the last hour. In the last... 24 hours, it's down 0.11%, but in the last seven days, it's actually down 2.01%. And the cryptocurrency market cap is something that I saw do a little bit of changing 
over the last 24 hours. And so it looks like we have 1.1 trillion, 1.18 trillion dollars that is in the cryptocurrency space as a whole. And that means all 30,000 some odd cryptocurrencies. That's how, how much money is in this space, liquidity. So that being said, what is the dominance of Bitcoin? And I suggest that you all just continue to pay attention to Bitcoin dominance because you want to know how many people are holding Bitcoin. And the reason we hold Bitcoin is because we want to have more than everybody else when it really matters. And it's going to really matter in the next couple of years. But what is Bitcoin dominance? And this means all of the people that are in the cryptocurrency space, how much Bitcoin are they holding um in in reference to cryptocurrency opposed to other cryptocurrencies and so right here it shows us that bitcoin uh people are 49.9 percent of people are holding bitcoin that's almost 50 percent of the people that hold cryptocurrency are holding it in bitcoin and then ethereum had 19 percent and the other percentage it's just all the rest of the cryptocurrencies out there. And this Bitcoin dominance number has actually dropped. And I've said many times before, I used to actually use this dominance to gauge what my portfolio looks like. So if I had a full portfolio and I was going by this dominance like I used to back in 2017, 2018, I would have 50% of my holdings in cryptocurrency in Bitcoin, and then I would have 19% in Ethereum, and then I would have all these other random cryptocurrencies. But because I'm re recovering Coinaholic and I'm just really getting laser focused on what I see is going to matter down the road, I just hold the Bitcoin. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, nothing changes. Please do not invest more than you can afford to lose. I am not a financial advisor providing financial advice. I don't hold any licenses anymore on purpose. And so I really enjoy my freedom, my ability to say whatever I want to say. Well, not whatever, but I say very close to what I want to say. And so that leads me to somebody that I met in the grocery store the other day who actually heard my voice and said, Nasha Roberts. And the gentleman said to me, why is it that nobody else, no other black leader in the United States is talking about what you're talking about. And to that brother, I say, I have no idea why nobody else is saying in, in the things that I'm saying, because it is in our face. This is blatant. Things are changing so quickly. And, and the, and the things that I was sharing yesterday about just going out and buying yourself a small deep freezer is going to really matter here in the near future. Now, some would say, and he and I kind of laughed at this yesterday, when I saw him in the store. Now we're going to buy these deep freezers because we got to make sure that we have enough food stored up because we know that there's about to be a food shortage towards the fall or the beginning of the year or the winter, fall or winter. 
but what if we have exhausted all of our electricity because of all of these electric cars? Like, what are we going to do with these deep freezers? And so we kind of had a little bit of giggle. But the point of the matter is none of this is funny. And ladies and gentlemen, if we have our finances in order, if we have saved and invested and made sure that our funds are accessible to us at all times, we're going to be in such a better space. And that's what he and I walked away from each other smiling about. We are on the financial path of sovereignty. And I feel so good about it. I don't sleep at night, not because my money's not safe. I don't sleep at night because I am fearful that we're not getting the information to enough of our community. So again, please, ladies and gentlemen, continue to reach out, share the station, share the show, share my text message number, tell people that they really need to get in the know because what you don't know will absolutely hurt you in this day and time. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And I don't want to run up against the end of the hour today without doing what I promised. And that's to continuously give you updates on the actual Black Wall Street wallet and what is transpiring. So as it stands right now, I've talked with one of the staff members at the Black Wall Street and they're stating that they're in close communication with uh, Prime Trust. Prime Trust is the custodial uh, group that actually holds the Bitcoin for the uh, for the Black Wall Street. And so, because there is an administrator or a um, cease and desist for them to do any type of business, we're still not able at this time to pull our Bitcoin off the platform. What has caused some of the turmoil, I found out a little bit deeper, was that someone supposedly over at Prime Trust early on, not with our funds, because the Black Wall Street wallet wasn't on Prime Trust at that time. But back in 2021, I am understanding and reading that Prime Trust lost their private keys um, and so they can't get into one of the wallets that they were supposed to, but that's not our Bitcoin. So that's not our issue. Our issue right now is the fact that they took, uh, our Bitcoin and I believe that they did some investing and things of that sort, but they do have liquidity. They do have funds there. And so we're just waiting for the, uh, individuals that have stepped in the receivership to actually disseminate that Bitcoin. And so I'll keep you posted on those things. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you as always for rocking with me here on the head of the crypto curve. Again, please share this recording, share this station, share this hour with your friends and family because this is information that they need to know. We are making way for the D.L. Hughley show. We are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time. One Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.